2: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post game podcast presented by Points Bet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo, and hopefully later, Ryan Herrera from beautiful, historic Wrigley Field with some post game reaction from the clubhouse and from David Ross. Cubs win 4 to 2 over the Giants. Uh, Cody, we weren't sure this was going to be a good start to the weekend. We were fearing this was going to be an ugly start to the weekend. Turns out they pulled it off.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, I was able to watch the first five and a half innings at uh, the office and then uh, did CHGO bets daily with Sean Anderson. And then as soon as that was over, I came back and saw that Nico hit a homer and Drew Smiley was still shoving. So, uh, you know, I was feeling good coming home. And then I got to like, uh, I think I got to the corner of Halstead and Fullerton, pulled out my phone while I was waiting at the stoplight, saw the Giants had the bases jacked uh, in the eighth, and I was like, oh, boy.
2: Yeah. Oh, boy.
3: And then, uh, you know, I got here as the, for the start of the ninth inning, and uh, Brandon Hughes came in and shoved it, man. So, uh, hey. Hey.
2: I don't he know. Really know
3: like like the chats kind of like David Snyder's complaining about David Ross's death taxes, and that guy always uh complain about David Ross. But I mean, I they won today. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they should have taken Drew Smiley out or not. I, I it is. <laughs> I another guy says here is a uh, hundred pitches. So I mean, I that that in today's era it makes sense <laughs> if you're taking him out. And he's got a hundred pitches. So uh, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not sure. But I, I'm. Happy to see that we did not blow it today, Luke, like we did
2: yesterday. Yeah, and again, if this is about evaluation, you don't know it's going to turn out this way, but I do love seeing, you know, obviously it was disheartening to see Manny Rodriguez come in and give two walks and then a a two-run double. That was not good, but the flip side of that is Brandon Hughes once again stepped up and showed you good stuff and not only got you out of the eighth, he got you through the ninth, and so, you know, more and more he's looking like a bullpen piece a guy that was an outfielder looks like he's a bullpen piece moving forward for next year. You never can really tell with bullpen guys because I, I feel like they're so hit or miss. It's maybe the hardest thing to figure out, but it appears the Cubs figured it out, you know. 4-2, mm-hmm. um, yeah, nice, we- nice job by Hughes. And, you know, Smiley, the deal with him is we got the good Drew Smiley. I, I think uh, we were wondering before the game. I don't know it was David uh, – that was asking that he was like, which, you know, which Which smile we are we going to get? (laughs) You know, we spend a lot of the pregame show and we'll spend more of the postgame show talking about, you know, Rodon. how is he a piece they can add in the off season? Is he someone they should think about? Well, Drew Smiley's kind of in that same conversation. Like he would be, I would assume a much cheaper version. And if you can get a few of these performances mixed in with something slightly, not as good um You know he's a lefty as well, and he was he was really oh one hit he gave up one hit in the game, so he was he was fantastic in this game.
3: Yeah, I mean, well that's kind of been the story of him this entire second half. I know his last start he had a it was bad against St. Louis, one of the best offenses the second half has seen. Uh, I'd like to credit their easy ass schedule, but that's another story and another thing I can complain about. But um you know coming off that you're hoping that maybe he'd at least be able to give you average drew smiley which is what we saw a lot in the first Mm -hmm. half of the season but instead he came out here and shoved it like he's been shoving it in the entire second half of the season i you know ryan tweeted earlier i think i retweeted from the chco cubs twitter account if you don't follow you should follow it um he tweeted that drew smiley walking off the is walking off the the mound and every team in the league has to be wondering why they didn't trade for him at the deadline and i mean even if, if the cubs would have traded him and then he would have been great like this <laughs> and like you know that the cubs wouldn't have got anything great for him because he was injured in that first half like then we'd be sitting here pissed off that we traded drew smiley so mm-hmm. like i i or, or maybe not pissed off but not, just like not, i don't think so maybe a little bit more frustrated that we didn't get anything like great for him because even if, if he was pitching like yeah. this in the first half, oh my God, the Cubs would have got something great for him. They would have, they would have got, they, I don't know if they would have got what they like uh Wesnesky like they did for F considering the years of control. But like, I think they would have got something like just something useful, something. I, they would have been better than what we got for Chris Martin. And that's no, nothing against Zach McKinstry, but I'm just saying we would have got something. <laughs> Oh, I agree, especially because uh, he's a left-hander. Right, and he's got postseason experience. Mm-hmm. He just won the ring, won a ring with the Braves last year, right? Like, there's, there's a lot of things I like about Drew Smiley. Like, we kind of, like, I feel like all season we've kind of taken him for granted, like, in a, in, a, in a way. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong about that. But anyway, all I'm, all I'm saying is that the guys pitched well enough to where you're, like, you're going in next year. They have a mutual option type thing going yeah. on the contract. So, like, to me, it's, like, Why wouldn't you bring this guy back? I mean, I guess he could, you know, opt out or whatever you want to call it, however the technical term for his situation is, and, you know, try and get more money. But, I mean, even if it – it's not like he's going to be demanding for – you know, 15 million a year, Like, may at most, I would i don't know how much he's making this year, but I, it can't be more than just a, you know, a few million. Like this guy hasn't been shoving it down. People starts with you. I, all I'm saying is like, he's, he, he seems like a really decent pitcher to have around for as a young, like a veteran one and two is a really good depth piece. You know, I don't know what the, rotation looks like for next year but he, he definitely is someone that like you can look at and think you know the very least you know you got an injury go down you got you got a guy like him who can come in and, and and get give you some innings and you can feel confident with that guy to get to help you get a win that day so
2: yeah i
3: think that's that's the good thing about drew smiley and it just uh you know it sucks that he's doing this and this team stinks he went out there and did it against a giants team that i know they've been a disappointment this year but you know that it's not like he went and did it against the Reds or the Pirates. I know everyone likes to sit in the chat, and whenever someone does good, and it's against the Reds or the Pirates, they like to you know not really take that as much as success. But the Giants are in the NL West, and they play some against some of the best teams in the league, like all the time. Like the, they're they just won a hundred some games last year. The fact that he went out there and did that against them, I mean, a team of that caliber, at least in some way, like to me, it's impressive. It, it's something that I you know, don't take for granted for someone like him. And, you know, well, we're going to see what, what the Cubs are going to want to do within the offseason. But right now, it he looks like a guy to me that I want
2: to have around to help groom some of these young guys. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked, you know, in the pregame show, and it's worth repeating now that we, you know, it looks like the starting pitching market will be low supply, heavy demand in the offseason, right? So mm-hmm. – Obviously we've talked about what they they might have to give up to try and get Shohei, which would obviously be option number one. If somehow you can land Shohei without totally depleting your farm system and add number one, you look at Rodon and Rodon was great again, you know, 11 strikeouts. uh, He's done it 10 or more in four of his last five starts. He, he leads the majors in strikeouts per nine innings, um, We've talked about his injury problems, but he hasn't had those the last two years. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball the last two years. He'd be a more expensive, longer deal contract than certainly Smiley would be. So you start thinking about what kind of cash is he going to get if and when he opts out. I, you know he's, he's a Boris guy, I believe, so like he's going to get top dollar. You're going to have to overpay to get Rodon. I'm not saying Rodon's not a great move. I think he would be a really good addition for the Cubs if you can do a shorter-term deal. I don't really care how big the money gets. It's it's about not having that strapped to you for like six years. Now Rodon will be 30 next season. Jacob Degrom's another name that comes up. He's going to be 35 next season. So yeah, you know, DeGrom, Jacob Degrom is much age- larger sample size of success but they both have injury problems and, you know, right. smiley spent a lot of this year hurt too. So if you're looking at those three guys, as kind of names to help the rotation next year. Smiley, probably the most um, affordable, certainly of the three and could be just a backup plan. If you're not able to get Otani, if you're not able to sign Rodon, maybe he stays with the giants. I don't know. Um, or, or somebody spends a ton of money on him and maybe DeGrom is the same way. So, you might have to settle for Drew Smiley, but that's not a horrible backup plan. Now, I would love to sign one of those guys and then still have Smiley. That That's what I see ideal. Like, yeah, you can have Smiley and Sampson as your depth guys, along with some of the young guys coming up, like Killian and mm-hmm. Wesneski and those guys. Now you've got depth. Is it is it bad? Is it recency bias of me to say that I'd
3: rather have Smiley as my number five than Kyle Hendricks?
2: Well, I I I do like the idea of having a second left-hander. I don't want to forget what Kyle Hendricks has done for the Cubs, right? Um, <laughs> and, and and don't forget, like we're, we're saying, well, uh, we he can't depend on Kyle Hendricks. Well, I mean, S- Smiley was hurt a lot this year too. He's out um, for what like month and Great starts too, as well. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, Smiley has done well recently since coming back. Um. But Kyle Hendricks has been there, done that for you in the postseason. Like you want to talk right. about postseason experience? Well, let's not forget, let's not forget Game Seven and some other games for for Kyle Hendricks. So, um,
3: yeah, I just no, you're don't right. think
2: you count on Hendricks to be a huge part of it. Just like I, I don't think you can count on Smiley to be a huge part of it. Like if you're counting on those guys to be your your two or three next year, and you're counting on them to make you know throw 200 innings, you're fooling yourself. But that yeah. doesn't mean they can't be nice pieces for you moving forward next season. Would I rather have Rodon than Smiley? Yes, of course I would. But I don't want him for like six years. I want him for like four.
3: Yeah. And if Jack it gets R's expensive, yelling. that's
2: okay because it's not my cash.
3: Yeah. Jack R is yelling at me because I, I it uttered the thought of having Drew Smiley over Kyle Hendricks. Well, <laughs> Drew Smiley
2: also can stay on the that- field. Yeah. I don't think that's a necessarily a choice anyway. I like, I feel like I'm not even like, he's is going to be there. It, it, his, it's not like, I know he's going to be
3: there. Be yeah. He's going to, he's going to be there. I know that. Yeah. I just, you know, like what, what have we seen from Kyle Hendricks the last two years? Like, it's not any better or worse than drew smiley. It's it, all it is, is all, all I can say is that Kyle Hendricks has postseason experience. He's gone out there, won big games, but that's all, it's also been years since he's done that. I mean, all I know is that we say it all the time, Luke. The best ability is available. <laughs> you know what? Kyle Hendricks hasn't been doing that this year, and he was really inconsistent last year. Like, I, and this is again, I love Kyle Hendricks. I think he is a quote unquote Cubs legend or Cubs uh, lifer. He should be on this team forever, in my opinion, if, if you can figure out. To, to do that and not have to pay him more than what you're already paying him. Like, fine. Like, I I don't mind him being on this team, but like, I don't know, like Drew Smiley just won the world series of the Braves last year, pitched really well for them. And then comes to our team and yeah, he got hurt and was out for like a month and has been way better than what we expect. When we signed him, no one thought he was going to be shit. No one, no one was excited about it. And now he's out in this entire second half. He's been great. I don't care if this team is bad. Like to me, it's like, it's what the league always goes by. It's like, what have you done for me lately? Kyle Hendricks hasn't done anything for us lately. Drew Smiley hasn't. So like, that's, that's how I, I feel about it. I just think what I take Kyle Hendricks in a postseason game over Drew Smiley. Hell yeah, I would that like they, he does so much more for the Cubs in the postseason than Drew Smiley has. Of course I would take him in, in the postseason game in a must win game. Of course I would. But in terms of, Are you going to give me thirty starts out of the five hole in the in the in the starting rotation? I feel better about Drew Smiley being able to do that than Kyle Hendricks, and like I just I just I'm very intrigued. Like it's not something we've really talked about lately, but I'm really intrigued to see what the Cubs plan to do with Kyle Hendricks and his role. I I assume he's going to be in the rotation. Ryan, I like looked at me like I was a moron when I questioned
2: it like a month ago, like. I just like if you Sutcliffe even kind of like hesitated during on the broadcast about it today. Like he's like, you know, he questioned whether or not Keegan is going back to the bullpen. You know, Mm -hmm. he said he's obviously a lock to be on the team. Steel is a a lock. You put him in Sharpie. He said, you know what, Kyle Hendricks, you just don't know which guy, which guy you're getting to me. The question. The best question is Rodon or DeGrom in the offseason? Who would you rather target of those two guys? And Jack are saying DeGrom, he'd be all in. Uh, Jack says he thinks Rodon is more of a Stroman level, not an ace. Now, I would have I agreed with that before the go. season. This season, yeah. Rodon has absolutely been an ace. Now, he's been one yeah. of the top like five pitchers in baseball the last couple of years. I mean, you don't. He's second and fifth. He's 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 averaging like over eleven strikeouts a game. He's been that good, uh, and he's left-handed. So, you know, I, I think he's I think he's a step above Stroman right now. But I wouldn't like I wouldn't mind having both of them on the team now. Whether or yeah. not you think Degrom at thirty five years old next year still has enough in the tank and can get through the injuries, that his stuff is that much better. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'd be happy with either one of those guys. I know the name DeGrom puts more fear. Most fans would think like DeGrom, oh, we got DeGrom would be like the thing to say to another team. Like we got DeGrom and Stroman and Steele. It does sound, it does sound like it's got a little more meat behind it. Yeah. But when you look at what they've done the last couple of years, I mean, DeGrom has made 22 starts in the last two seasons. And Rodon has been there and has been dominating at the major league level. So, right. I don't know. It's like fantasy football. You don't want to get too attached to that name. That DeGrom you know. is
3: uh DeGrom's like Christian McCaffrey this year, right? Like McCaffrey to is too uh,
2: attached to it.
3: Yeah, he's like the best running back in the league if he's healthy. But can he if. stay healthy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, we kind of talked about a pregame, right? Like, I think that you are – or I think I'm willing to be okay if the Cubs pay whatever 25 to 30 AAV for Carlos Rodon, if you can get him on a Strowman like deal, like I'm willing to pay the money. I think it will be more
2: expensive than that
3: maybe, but I don't know. I mean, what he's making like 21, 22 this year. Like, I don't know. I I just don't think teams are going to want to, are gonna pay him over 30 million a year, considering the injury history and considering it's not like he's been doing it for years and years and years. It's literally only been two years, and this is the second year, honestly. Right. I but, mean 2016 or 2017, he had a really good year at the White Sox, too. But then the injuries came. So, like, as far as consistent production, it's really only been two years. And even last year, he had he had isu- issues at the end of the year. This is really like his first real like good season of consistent production of looking like a top-end. Number one starter like pitcher. And I don't think teams are going to like, I don't think teams are going to forget that. And, you know, the team that gets him will overpay. So maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe he will get 30 million, but I, maybe that, I don't know if that deal will look, will
2: look good in hindsight. The only reason the Sox let him get away and they non tendered him, what a, what a dud move that was. I know Quato's been good for him and maybe Quato's one that escaped the Cubs that they could have had for, you know, basically nothing. But, if I'm being honest and I'm saying whose health do I feel most comfortable in dumping some money into the next three years out of those guys, you're talking about DeGrom, you're talking about Rodon, you're talking about Smiley. The guy on that list has to be Rodon. He's, he's that much. I mean, he's five years younger than DeGrom. Like they've all had injury problems, but, Rodon really hasn't the last two and, and he's the youngest of the group. So if I had to put money on who's going to be healthier the next few years, and I know that's, you know, that's not a points bet wager you can make. I would think it's probably Rodon. Who's also been the best pitcher out of those the last two or three years. So yeah, I still think he's a guy they should go after.
3: Yeah. I'm not saying the Cubs shouldn't go after him. I just, you know, When we we talk about where we see the Cubs being, you know, World Series ready to win. Right. Or even just playoff bound, like one bad free agent signing really can like set your franchise back. And I think Jason Hayward is like the best example of that, like. You know, everyone wants to talk about how the Cubs didn't spend at the end of eight, like after at the end of eighteen, going into nineteen after Theo said the offense broke, and and how they didn't do anything in nineteen either, and and then even going into twenty twenty before the pandemic came, like, well, I not that I think it's okay, but the Cubs having to pay Jason Hayward twenty plus million a year, yes. You know, and him not give us that kind of production of that value of money. Like, and he was young, right? And like that, that go again. That's mainly on Tom Ricketts. Like, I'm not saying that it shouldn't matter to me, it shouldn't matter. Like, that they didn't spend it, it, it they should have spent because they are the Cubs and they're bringing in millions uh-huh. and millions of dollars a year, blah blah blah, charging all this money, $12 beers. Blah, like, believe me, I, I to me, it's not an excuse, but the Cubs as in ownership, they will, they don't care. They don't care what we think they're going to, they're going to spend the money however they want. And so to me, it's like, you know, one bad free agent signing. And then I'll be afraid that Tom isn't going to open up the checkbook again. And so it's, it's not just like, let's you have, they have to the front office has to talk Tom into thinking like, Hey, we can, if we do, if we spend this kind of money, we can be a competitor next year or be a playoff team or something like that. And, and then maybe then they'll open up the pocketbook more like they did going into the 2016 season after that. And I think, you know, we've talked about this coming off season, like, you know, they need a number one, they need like, they need a veteran arm in that rotation that can help, you know, solidify and help some of these young guys and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe Rodon can be that guy. And I, 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 I'd rather have Degrom. I think we'd all rather have Degrom, and he will cost more. And you know, I he is thirty five, so he knows he isn't getting some gigantic contract. But I think he'd be, I think he'd be looking for that Scherzer type contract, man. Like two years, forty million AAV per year, like type type deal. I mean, when the guy's pitching, he's he's great.
1: So that part doesn't
2: bother me. Like if it's two years and whatever the number is, I again, it's not my cash, but like. Like you said, you don't want to get locked into the Hayward deal. And so I do think the free agent pitching market is supposed to be better the following year. I'm not saying the cup shouldn't spend. I think they spend a ton of money in the offseason. But if all your prospects coming up are mostly pitchers, you're hoping on still finding spaces for those guys to pitch so they can develop into the young, cheap at the time, stars Mm -hmm. that you hope they can be when you go to make a real run so you have to leave some space for those guys still to pitch so I'm not I still like the idea of DeGrom and or Rodon or you know Shohei's a totally obviously he's, he's he's the the real deal if you can get him but you just like you said Cody you don't want to overspend and more importantly overspending in my eyes means too many years at large money so if the deals for because of the market, if the deals for DeGrom and or Rodon get too high this offseason, I wouldn't be mad at the Cubs for waiting and sticking with some of the younger guys and letting that play out a little bit and then bringing a guy like Smiley back who gives you a little more depth and, Samson, and then instead throwing the money at those position players that they need to get in this offseason. So it's not all going to happen in one offseason. Yeah. They're not, not going to spend all this money and build a World Series champion next year. If you think that's going to happen, the odds of that are just there's there's yeah. too much to build. And if you do, right. if you do try to do it in one offseason, the odds of you ending up with a Hayward-like deal that you regret greatly down the stretch are much, much better. Like mm-hmm. if, if you think that's gonna happen in one offseason, you're gonna sign some bad guys if you try to do it too often. Right. Well, and to
3: go off the Hayward thing, like, just because that happened, that doesn't mean that I think that we need to be extra, extra careful. Like, we're the Cubs, or they're the Cubs. They, like you said, it's Tom Ricketts money.
2: Right. I just ours. think
3: that they have to spend, they need to spend that money at the right time, and that goes to like what marcus's comment here he says i don't think we're ready to sign anybody just yet let's keep developing our young pitchers i assume he just means by pitching i you know i i lean that they need to sign more position players than they do pitching but if they wanted to really solidify themselves definitely as a division winner next year i do think they need to go get themselves a starting pitcher um but i also think that if you did resign drew smiley and add in you know a a Sean or someone like that. Yeah. And then you,
2: and then Deals you that don't win. handcuff you.
3: Right. And then you bank yourself. Hopefully that Kyle Hendricks comes back and then you got year two of Strowman. You're hoping Justin Steele, like Justin Steele solidified himself in this rotation for sure. Right. Like if yeah. you're, you're, you're going to hope that some of those things happen. And that like, that's the risk. If you do that, and if those things don't work out, then maybe you find yourself not in the playoff picture again next year. But if you want to solidify yourself as being a division, like in that division race and going for the division title in twenty twenty three, then yeah, they definitely need to sign a Rodon or a Degrom or a or someone. Even Shamanaya would would be a nice addition. I, he's not number one, I but mean. like he'd be a great depth piece. And then yep. hopefully maybe like a like Wesneski or or Killian. Uh, really emerge next year like maybe next year Wesneski and uh, Killian are like the Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson of this year like i don't know like that that's the thing is like you don't know and that's that's why it's hard to talk yourself into thinking like that they could be if you're going into the next season banking on them taking that next step so that's kind of like that's what free agent signings are supposed to be you sign these proven guys one or two of them whatever they are and you hope that they're just an addition that helps bolster your young guys up and helps lead them to whether it's a wild card
2: or division. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I mean, Jack says in the chat, meanwhile, Rizzo, Bias, Schwarber, all struggling to hit over the Mendoza line. KB's been hurt all year. Listen, we've said all along, I, I believe the path they took while painful is still the correct path. Would I have liked to have seen them spend even more last, last offseason – Yes, but moving on from the core, most of the core at least and getting the prospects and starting over at the time was absolutely the right and only move for this organization to really make. Absolutely. Maybe they could have held on to one of them if you if you want to pick one, we can debate that forever. Mm-hmm. I'll say Schwarber's the guy I would have hung on to because of the power and the DH coming, but like multiple core guys had to be moved this last offseason for the number one reason of they hadn't proven it, it wasn't working and you had to start restocking the farm system. Yeah. Um, That's
3: the problem with like that entire situation is like, if the Cubs just would have had a better farm system, they could have moved on from what some of those guys earlier yep. and could, have you know, just could have, you know, kept flooding the uh, or fixing the assembly line as they call it, you know, yeah, but, right. and, and, and he sends that because, you know, uh, he thinks I'm sitting here trying to kick out Kyle Hendricks, and that's that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm telling you exactly what's been going on and
2: the, what I, what's took, been going Kyle on. I already took the, the the smaller deal from the Cubs, right? He, like he, he took a took, he already his, gave him the hometown discount. That's what his, that's why he's still here,
3: right? Like his his contract is nowhere near what Brizzo Baez or Brian or Schwarber's
2: contract no. would have been.
3: Like, he, already gave, no, he already gave he, him
2: the deal and said he wanted to be here. He's the one guy in the whole process other than Bodie, but he's the one guy of that group that was like, yep, I'll take less in multiple years. I want to be here. So yeah, those and other that, guys and, weren't willing to do it.
3: Right. And, and again, I, I think that Kyle Hendricks is going to be on this roster and he's going to be your number five starter next year. And I'm okay with it. I just – I'm okay with it because, like, I know the potential – but right now, like Drew Smiley's pitching, like you know, like a very solid pitcher who's going to yeah. go be able to go out there and give you twenty plus starts, twenty five plus starts a season, like, and or and at least be a really good veteran piece. And to me, it's like at this point here on September 9th, twenty twenty two, like how can you just kind of be done with them? Like you're not going to be able to trade them, like. You you, I feel like you got to try and run it back with him and and at least have him be a death piece who can come out of the bullpen as a long reliever and do a spot start. And, you know, I, I, it's just, I think it's insanely hard for anyone to sit here at this point and say, I can depend on Kyle
2: Hendricks to give me 30 starts next year. No, no, you can't. Jack says that comment wasn't directed at us. He was talking to other people in the chat. Like he knows Uh where we kind of stand on, on that whole thing. Um, yeah. Cody tell me about this deal that we have going on right now with points bet because we've had some great points bet deals uh throughout the entire season this mm-hmm. one's probably my favorite
3: absolutely okay so like we got Bears 49ers on Sunday Luke like we right. get we get Bears 49ers at noon and then we can watch the the Cubs and Giants later that night as the you know as or you as could the, watch more oh. NFL. <laughs> or you could, yeah. Or you could watch Sunday Night Football. I think I'll be doing a little bit of both, a little two screen action. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, if you sign up on PointsBet, guys, deposit fifty one dollars, fifty one, and use code CHGO when you sign up, you can get this new uh, this bear swag. If Joey wants to
2: put right. the, the, the thing but up, you Here got you, go. it, you, you got the deal is you have to you have to make bet, use the fifty one dollars and bet pregame or during the game on that Bears Niners game, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. You got to you know
3: I love love and I know I've said this a lot and it hasn't worked out, but man am I do. I love Bears plus 7. You can place that $51 bet on Bears plus 7 to cover just lose by a touchdown at most and you get your hell that that's pushing. I I think they lose by no more than 3 or 4 points personally. Like you can place that bet, or you can place it on yeah, David Montgomery right. to score a touchdown, or or I don't know Trey Lance to score four touchdowns if you want. I, I there's all kinds of things that you can bet on points bet for this game, guys. Like I, all you got to do is you do that and you get a free membership from ca uh, for all the chgo web content all right. You get you can pick one of those, or is it you can pick one of those two uh, yeah, you sweatshirts? Get one of
2: the you can choose between the two sweatshirts, which you can only find. In this deal, we don't even have them in the CHGO locker, so it's not like you can just go into yeah. CHGO locker and buy them. These are exclusive to this deal, and you get the QB1 t-shirt for free mm-hmm. as well.
3: Absolutely. So, like you
2: get the t-shirt and you get one of these exclusive sweatshirts. So, yes, man, I love it. I by the way, you you talked me into the bears thing, and I I don't believe in what I did on points bet, but I like the money I was getting back, so I took the bears oh, yeah. outright. To win the game, I yeah, also Luke's going down. I took the over on the five and a half wins for the season because only because when it was at six and a half, I said something like, "Well, Eek. I mean, if it was more like five and a half, I might do it." Yeah. In reality, in my mind, if it was four, I I should have done it, but right, I went and did it anyways because I'm one, right. I, you know, I'm the idiot that gets sucked in right before the season, Absolutely. which is what they want well, anyway. All you and, gotta do is right.
3: make a, make that bet and you and, and you could potentially win money you can win your money back you'll get if you win your bet you'll get your money back plus more money if you win your bet and you'll get all this stuff like it's it's an insane yeah. deal luke it's insane deal it. i'm having my girlfriend sign up and and I, and and we're going to have two chgo memberships here in this household But and if she does
2: it, now you could get the you're getting the hoodie or
3: she's getting the hoodie Oh, I'm definitely getting the hoodie. Like it like I'm we're gonna use my money to sign okay, or to, okay. to bet on, but All I'm right. gonna make her sign up so I can
2: get the swag, man. Yeah, i get the swag. Well, you could always uh, sign up another account that says uh Cody Delmonico. And you know
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you could have fair. two hoodies
2: there. Uh, you know, it's not that was not a hoodie, it's the crew, but I like the crew too. Yeah. So,
3: and I think the the great the, the the more underrated thing about it is, you do that, you also still just get that free membership for a full year to allchshow yeah. and you know we got Ryan writing stuff about the Cubs. I I know he wrote about you know the forty man roster today uh, and like the mess that that is, and you know we got all the Bears content too. If you're all here watching uh, the the uh, you know the Bear Show, and we got added new people and all this stuff, so.
2: Somebody says, uh, I get the crew neck. I, I don't know what's going on over at your house, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems uh, slightly debatable at the moment. Yeah, Again, my, my girlfriend's in the chat. That if you're listening and you see a Cody Delmetrix sign up, don't be surprised <laughs> if he's asking for a hoodie in Cody's size. Oh, house. my
0: God.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: by the way, Game Time, the hottest new ticketing site Ooh. that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports and concerts and shows. So, I mean, I think... That the season opener is a golden opportunity to try out this new app. Now, if you've ever dreamed of like sitting places you never thought you could sit because they were too expensive—fifty-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats to a concert—get this game time app right now. The the best and biggest last-minute price drops. That can be found on seats you never thought you could you could ever buy. So you're not gonna find a better deal this season on Cubs and Bears tickets created by fans for fans. They have a guaranteed lowest price on that ticket. And if you love CHGO, you got to remember that you're gonna love game time. It's it's the best way to support us. The best way to do that is to buy your tickets this season through the link in this podcast description. Join over 15 million people who already have this app and are downloading it and scoring big deals on seats that you never thought you could get, up to 60% off some people are getting because they're going last minute. They're using game time. They're getting the guaranteed lowest deal. And I'm thinking with the rain in the season opener, there's going to be tickets just kind of hanging out there where people are thinking about it. And sure enough, this might be your chance to be at the home opener When the Bears win and I win big on points bet, you could be there in person, fifty yard line, front row. Bear man will be sitting right next to you. Maybe it's an opportunity. It's what this is. I like. I like the idea.
3: I like the idea of just waiting until like an hour or a half hour before game time and just seeing what, what the price is at. Just head down. Head down. You know, Lakeshore Drive. And and I know it's a pain in the ass to get to Soldier Field. We, you know, the Bears guys been talking about that a lot lately with the whole <laughs> move to Arlington Heights. But like, you know, like just head down to the neighborhood that it's at, you know, and 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 you know maybe go to your favorite bar around the area, and then just yeah. just keep refreshing the game time app and see if those prices drop. And if you find a price that you like, just go ahead and get it, and then just walk over. It's a honestly, it's one of the beauties if you live in this wonderful city. So right.
2: Like I could ex- do that
3: for Cubs next year when they're good and the tickets are like expensive yes. again. Like I can go to the Cubs game tomorrow for like ten bucks. I'm pretty sure. But like if they're good again next right. year, but can you, you sit?
2: Know. Can you sit first row right behind home plate for that? No, but that seat no. might be available if you wait to the last minute. It's going to be beautiful. You go hang out, have a couple drinks in Wrigleyville, and then you you hit that game time app like 15 minutes before the game and you see what's available. Like for the Bears thing, you could we're going to start – CHGO is going to start having some tailgate parties. You yes. can come to our tailgate party, hang out, not have a ticket to the game, but then all of a sudden, boom, you pull the trigger and you get like one of the best seats and the best deals, one of these amazing deals on tickets mm-hmm. to a Bears game. It's, it's something to think about yeah. as the season progresses and, of course, in the next year and Bulls tickets and Blackhawks tickets. Um, Cody, let's talk about the new rules that were approved today. Woo, I'm, all in. I'm all in on all of them. I, the only, oh, yes, I will say right out of the gate that the only one I question is still why are they changing the size of the bases? I, nobody can explain <laughs> that to me. I have no idea why they're going to have these uh giant inflatable bouncy rooms sitting on out on each base. Like, second base is going to be an inflatable dragon you have to touch, and third, like, I know they're going from like 15 inches to 18 inches, but like. What what for? Maybe it's for like injury purposes. Like that's what they're saying, but like how does a base being bigger? Maybe the second baseman can like get out of the maybe you won't
3: jam your finger as
2: easily. I don't
3: freaking know.
2: I I don't I I I, I don't know. I guess a slightly bigger base lets the base runner have a little more space to go into than maybe the infielder wouldn't be at. It seems like a stretch. I I also think you're going to, you know, it's only three inches, but you're going to have the baseballs hitting the bags more often, which is kind of weird. Usually you might have Mm -hmm. infielders trying to figure out how to dive without landing on the bag, which is another Mm -hmm. thing. But the ones that I like, the pitch clock is gold.
3: Yes. Uh,
2: And and the one the players reps voted no, it was not unanimous, but it passed. The players didn't like the pitch clock and they didn't like the no shift. I, I, I have no idea. Like, Are they all gonna pitchers? To, because they're going to have to adjust. You know, yeah, like they don't right. like to adjust to anything. But now here's the deal with the pitch clock. 15 seconds when nobody is on base for the pitcher to throw the ball. 20 seconds when runners are on base. If it expires and the pitch hasn't been thrown, it's an automatic ball. Or if the flip side of it is the batter's not ready – it's an automatic strike. So the batter has to be in there, I believe, at eight or nine seconds. The catcher has to be ready eight or nine seconds. And those also trigger an automatic ball or an automatic strike if they're not in the box ready to go. So
3: I I'm love all those.
2: F- Minor league baseball is like two hours and 30 minutes for almost every game. It's
3: going to be fun to watch. You know they're gonna. it's going to be a thing in spring training, and it's going to be so fun to watch these players just like really suck at this at the start. Absolutely. You, they
2: are the guys that do it a so my and opinion. like and off a thousand times and <laughs> stepping off the rubber. Here's yeah. what I really think. And what we'll, the other one to talk about really is, I think the, the pickoff moves, right. And we'll talk about the shift too, but like, I really think there's, there's not this, the rest of this season is about exploring Cody, right? As of tomorrow, the Cubs should start pretending that these rules are active. I I'm Cubs pitching. Stop shifting. <laughs> yeah. No, like, yeah, I don't care. Like, the shifting thing, that's easy to go back to the other way. But, like, yeah. the timing of throwing the pitch and being on the mound and being ready to go for the catcher, the pitcher, and the batter, all three should be mentally going for the Cubs right now. Spring trainings might be too fast for these guys to figure this out. Yeah. Well, you got to believe,
3: believe that the pitchers are going to – practicing this in the off season. I know, like, but this is
2: live game action. The that's true. Don't no, mean I, anything, I'm not, I, right? I agree.
3: I'm just saying like any pitcher that comes into spring training and hasn't at least like tried to get adjusted to it yet. That, like anything bad that happens to them as far as like their stats and stuff, that's on them. Like, like, I agree. The game has brought in new rules and taken rules away for years and years and years. Like if you can't adjust to this, especially if minor leaguers are able to do this, I mean, I I agree. I just think it wouldn't hurt to
2: tell guys at least after the game, Hey, drew smiley, you know, 10 times in this game, you would have been tagged for an extra ball because you didn't throw it fast enough. Yeah. So the next time out, you might as well start thinking about it. Like, Right, maybe not him, maybe the younger guys. I don't know. Right, um, I, I,
3: I get, I get the players. Like baseball's so routine, right? Like you don't want change. I get it from a player's perspective. I totally get it. But if they want to, if if, ML, if MLB wants to grow the game, if they want to bring in new fans, they want to, you want to make it more entertaining. you want to make it to where guys like Luke Stuckmeyer aren't freaking about to fall asleep in the. Sixth inning of a of a game that the Cubs are playing in Los Angeles yeah. on a random Wednesday night. Then and the, the Cubs are getting
2: could have gone to fifteen and ten, Cody.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like and you don't. It's a Wednesday night and the Cubs are getting creamed by the Dodgers five to zero. Yeah, and it, and and the game ends up going like three and a half hours because there's no pitch clock. Like if you don't, you don't want to lose those fans. <laughs> then you you need the pitch clock. Like I I think it's I think the pitch clock is. You know, the best thing that they're bringing in, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm very happy about the shift being gone, too. But like I the pitch too. clock just to make these games go faster. I mean, you watch the NFL, you watch the NBA, you you know, the NBA is a great example. It's just a it's a fast moving sport up and down, up and down, you know, stuff like that. So I it's understandable why those games are always, you know, around two hours uh, NFL. It's like it, it can be so it it can be so different, but. The thing is, is football is the number one sport in America, or even well, not the world because of soccer, but like people are OK with the fact that they're sitting on their couch watching three hours of football or whatever every day. You know, what I mean, because for some reason, they're people just just love it. Yeah. And like MLB could get away with this type of thing if they were the most popular sport in the world, it, like get away with like how long these games are. But they're not. They're not even the most popular sport in, in in our country we call this america's pastime like it it just is what it is it's a slow sport and i i like it the way it is like if it's up to me we we you know it's just as a pure baseball fan I, i'm not exactly like fond of the pitch clock in terms of that perspective but if you want to talk about like just being able to get through a game faster then yeah i'm all aboard it you know what i mean so i get it from a perspective of just being a pure baseball fan like why do this to like speed up a game? But like, if you were, if you're talking from a league perspective, trying to get younger fans, you're trying to grow the game in a way and get more people like into it. That way, they don't have to sit there and watch it for
2: three and a half, four hours. Then yeah, it was the right move, man. Shit, I, that the the pitch clock should have come about ten years ago. You know, yeah. the shift thing wasn't necessary because teams weren't going crazy with the analytics and and doing it. So the shift deal is two infielders now have to be every pitch on the left side of second base with their feet on the dirt. Okay? okay. So that's, that really sort of eliminates the shift, the extreme shift that we've seen in baseball, which I think is a good mm-hmm. thing because it was just, it, it muddied the game. It's just been ugly. Um,
3: the amount of times, Luke, the amount of times that Kyle Schwarber or Anthony Rizzo, oh, man. hit bullets between first and second base, and it's right into the shift. Jack R says something about how they barely are hitting above the Mendoza line. I yeah. guarantee you, I guarantee And if I'm wrong about this, I will apologize to you personally on this podcast, Jack. If their batting averages don't significantly ri- rise next year, then they just either have really fallen off or or something. But like, because like yeah, agree. Like it's the, that the amount of base hits taken away from players around the league because of the shift. Like that's kind of the point. Like the point of removing the shift is like they want more offense. And you know what? Right. They're de- like def- not even defense, but just pitching has really dominated the game, and that's great. If you like pitching, great. I like pitching. I wa- I like watching one to nothing games. Well, we got one to nothing games when the shift wasn't a thing too. It's right. all about just being good at your craft. Like now, there's so many pitchers that have gotten no hitters in the last ten years, and you're like, how did that guy get a no hitter? How did Wade Miley throw a no hitter? Oh yeah, the shift Alfield. exists. Alec Mills, yes. Like nothing against Alec Mills, man, but like come on, man. Like, there's no that guy shouldn't be throwing a freaking no hitter, but the shift helped him. The shift helped him. He you give him credit, he did what he did. But definitely if you go back and look at look at some of the ground balls that he was able to get, I'm sure the shift was a major factor in him
2: getting a no hitter that day in Milwaukee. Like there there's no way, no way. I don't believe, and I could be wrong now, I don't believe it totally eliminates teams trying to do something crazy because I don't believe it limits the outfielders from coming in and playing on the edge of the grass. So, like, (laughs) you could have maybe your, I think, I'm I'm not 10% sure, but I think you could have your left fielder come in and kind of play deep third base or short center, you know. And So you could still try and. Could you just bring one in to, like, play, like. I think Uh, you could like right up the middle. Yeah, I haven't seen anything that says they can't do that because teams like to do that at the end of a game, anyways, when it doesn't matter, they'll go with two outfielders or you know move everybody in. They didn't want to eliminate that, but you know there's way more risk for for Mm -hmm. a defensive team to do that than it is for moving the the, uh, infielders around. So pickoff is the one that's
3: a uh, Stucky. Yeah. Uh, while we're while we're talking about this, uh, our friend uh, Ryan Herrera has arrived.
2: Oh, good! Oh, Mister Herrera is here,
3: so we can talk to him about the rule changes. I guess.
2: Yeah, Ryan, what do you? Here's here's the one, the last one we were talking about. Like, and I'm curious uh-huh. if the players had anything to say about it after the game or before the game or David Ross. But like, the pickoff one is interesting because they're going to limit two pickoff moves per plate appearance. A third one is allowed. The difference is if a guy throws over to first base the third time, if he doesn't successfully pick the – if he picks the guy off, he's out. But if mm-hmm. he doesn't pick him off, he goes right to second base, it's a balk. Or he goes from second to third, it's a balk. Yeah. So when I first saw the rule, I thought, well, wait a minute. Like, they're just going to be stealing bases all day. This isn't going to help us with anything. Like, if you, if, if you use it twice, what's going to stop the guy from just rolling over to second base? But that's the deal is he can't go too far because if he does, he can still get picked off.
0: But he I has like to that get... rule.
2: I think that was smart. Yeah, I did
0: too. He has to get thrown out. Otherwise, he gets second base for free. Right, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Correct, yeah. Oh, if yeah. he doesn't get like thrown
2: that. out, he gets the base. If he does get thrown out, he's out. Yeah, I like that. I, I do think that's a good way to, like, you get the two
0: pickoffs. You get a chance for a third or a fourth or a fifth. But, like, you, you got to make sure you're throwing these guys out. Otherwise, I think that's a cool way to, like, make yeah. sure like limit the pickoffs but also like make sure that the guys aren't just running around and around the bags after you p- try to pick off twice i think that's a that's a good move
2: yeah. um they didn't they didn't address
0: that part of the rule specifically uh, i know we talked to like uh ian Hap for a while pre-game um you know ross talks about it, talked about it for a while um i got talked to nick magical a little bit we talked to nico after the game like guys have it doesn't seem like there's a lot of pushback on the new rules, um, and like good. me, pers me personally, I have no issue with any of the rules. I I could I need to take a little closer look at exactly what exactly is going on. Um, like I know Ian mentioned like the one one timeout for a batter per per plate appearance. Um, and so he mentioned like playing baseball in April at Wrigley field when the wind is blowing 20 miles an hour at your face and you can't see you take one time out because you can't see later in that at bat. And then the wind picks up again and you can't see again. Are you not able to take another time out? Like, will the umpire grant you a timeout? Cause you literally like the, the wind is blowing in your yeah. face, that kind of stuff. Um, so there definitely, I mean, it's not like, I feel like not everything's perfect solutions. Um, like nothing's ever going to be perfect, and not everyone's always going to agree on everything. Um, personally, from like you know, what I've read and and seen it, uh, and the rule changes, I think I, I I have no issue with with pretty much any of it. I mean, the bigger bags, I thought we, we talked about it like months ago, and we thought it was weird, but it is. You no, know, if it's for safety, but also like. If it's safety. Okay. If it's like, you know, stealing bases is kind of one of the most electric parts about baseball. So if it encourages more of that. Okay, cool. Like I don't see like a negative in it. Maybe it just makes baseball. I mean, I I don't even think it makes it seem like less of the game that we grew up watching, you know, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't, maybe I'm not like so overly positive about the bigger bases, but I I don't find any negatives in it. Like I don't, I don't, I'm really indifferent on that either which way on the pitch clock. I know, Luke, I know you're going to love that one. Mm. I'm going to love it, too. Start it <laughs> um, now. Yeah, and, like, everyone, um, like... <laughs> Start it now. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, t- I, I talked to, to Nick, to Nick Madrigal, uh, pregame, and he mentioned how on rehab assignments, like, so pitchers on rehab assignments, Major League, you know, pitchers on, on rehab assignments aren't subject to the pitch clock, but, like, hitters are. So, like, he, when, when yeah. Nick Madrigal was down in A. Pitchers obviously like he's facing A pitching. There's there they have to uh, abide by the pitch clock, so he's in turn uh, at, at kind of the mercy of the pitch clock and, and what that entails. Um, so he kind of said like that's beneficial for guys who have you know gone either gone down to AAA or, or the minors because of a rehab assignment or an option whatever it is. Um, that that's kind of seeing yeah kind of seeing how it works um, at that level. Um, Because I mean, obviously, a little bit of a head start because you understand really the timing mechanism of that. Um, But also, it's just like you kind of see that it's really not that big a deal. And after maybe a couple, a few times, like it's like you start to get used to the changes. And I think you know Ross has mentioned this before. He actually when he talked about it today, it's like you know every rule change is weird. You know he came up when you were still allowed to truck catchers at the plate. Like you could still just bowl over (laughs) catchers at the plate. Like that's when he started catching. Um, so even then he's like he's like when that rule when that became a rule change like we thought it was weird um Mm -hmm. you just had to get used to it so it's kind of one of those things where it's like these these rules i don't think are going to fundamentally change baseball and everyone that thinks that they are is like no because the shift like there yes in the history of baseball great players but players that maybe pull the ball whatever there there have been shifts Mm. but It's not. It has never been as ingrained. The shift has never been as ingrained in the game of baseball as it is today. So you're just. I mean, if you just do have ways to restrict it, like that's. It's it's kind of bringing it back to the old game. The same same thing with the pitch clock. It's like, when in baseball history did you have guys taking forty five seconds to a minute to throw throw a pitch? Like it. It's so much. So I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't don't think these these
2: change the game of baseball in any negative way. I I I, I like. Robbie in the chat is saying he's a purist. He hates it all, and I'm gonna say, Robbie, we have never thought of you as a purist.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, he also points out the worst one. Uh, the worst one is the the man on second in extra innings rule. I'm I've been very confused about this rule, and I don't know if that was addressed today. But is it just till the end of this year? Because I thought they originally said it was coming back for this year, and then it was done. I didn't see that like i i, I that, and that's why i'm like confused about it. i think is is there anything about that like is is it done like i if you're getting a pitch clock know. and you're able to move games back or move games up quicker then like i'm okay if it goes to extras and we got to freaking go through a couple more innings whatever especially if the game's going by faster you know what i mean like i obviously I don't want to do it every single day but like yeah you, you know what i you know where i'm getting at
2: right yeah i didn't see anything about that one today um Real quick, we'll go back to this in a, in a second. and uh, We'll get to who you got and all that stuff. I do want to throw out that deal again that we've got going on points, Bet Cody, because this is it. People got This is our last chance to tell Cubs fans about it going into the Bears-Niners game, how they can get the sick merch that we are giving away sick that you can drift. only find in this deal. You can't get it at the CHGO locker. You have oh, yeah, to take advantage that. of this deal – it's such a good deal. Cody's making up names and starting new points bet accounts.
3: Yeah, I'm going to make like five of them because my girlfriend's already entered the chat and told me that she's <laughs> taking the crew next. So I got to I gotta create a new one. <laughs> and, and that way I can get the varsity jacket because that's what I want. And then we'll have three free CHGO memberships for a full year. I mean, right. all I got to do is just deposit $51 into a new points bet account, place a bet on Bears plus seven win right. money while also get all this free stuff because the bears are going to cover on Sunday. It's a beautiful thing, guys. Like I I don't know how else to really say it.
2: Uh this is the best deal in CHGO Sports history until we so do too. a Cubs one next year. Yeah, you get you get Ryan's content, you get all the writers content for free because you get a year-long membership. You get the QB1 t-shirt for free. Again, you got to use the CHGO code when you do it and yes. you have to make a new account. Be a new user and do a $51 bet during the game or before the game on the Bears Niners. That's the deal. And then you get your choice of those two sweatshirts. I like the hoodie. Your girlfriend likes the crew. For you guys, that means you're gonna have to get two, right? You know, yeah. He's gonna get an account and Cody Delmetrix (laughs) is gonna show up on their system.
3: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's a great deal. All in all. I can't wait till we, like I assume we'll do something Cubs related next year going to spring training. I can't yeah. wait for, for one of those types of promos for the Cubs, but Bears season is upon us. And oh, if yeah. you're, if you've had a lot of pain uh, from the Chicago Cubs this year, well, the Chicago bears have been giving us pain for a long, <laughs> long, long time guys. And you know what? We're all still bears fans. We still care and we still going to watch, but at least, if you want to sit and watch the Bears, at least look good while you're watching the Bears oh, yeah. piss you off. And like that's that's the way I look at it. Is like I'd love to just look really good while I watch the Bears yeah. make my Sunday awful. So
2: it's yeah, then, to be, that's we talked about. It, Ryan.
0: You have it for in a few months from now when Aaron Rodgers inevitably loses the playoffs again. Like you can, you have oh, your QB one shirt or your your yeah your, your hoodie. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's and, it, and you it's want to be decked out.
3: It's the and, best day in Bears fandom when Aaron Rodgers loses in the playoffs. Like you, you have to have your CHGO Bears swag when Aaron Rodgers loses in the playoffs. So, like, exactly. I mean, I, I've given you at least ten good reasons
2: to sign up for PointsBet. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. And the other one is the game time app. You know, oh, if you're looking to get app, tickets and you're trying to go bet. to a Bears game or a Cubs game here at the end of the season, and you want the seats behind home plate, fifty-yard line, or you know, you just. You're trying to get to the season opener and you're thinking, how am I going to do it? You get this app, Game Time app, last minute deals. It's what it's yes. all about. Guaranteed prices it's made by amazing. fans it's for fans. It's... This what is where Joey you get your think? deals. You know, you might hang around there an hour before the game on Sunday. It's raining and you're thinking, how am I going to get the ticket? Boom, you jump in and you get a 50% off ticket. It's gold. Like do they have seven, uh, 15 million people have already downloaded the app. I know Herb Lawrence is one that's used it. He just used it in Atlanta and he was like, I, I actually found a ticket that was cheaper and they matched it right away. Yeah. And boom, he got his huge discount and he was moving on and it was like super easy. He was like, everybody I know that's used this already yeah. says it's a game changer. Game time is a game changer for buying tickets to games or concerts dude, dude. or whatever you're trying to buy tickets for.
1: I got to show you guys how easy this is. It's like incredibly easy. Literally oh, game, time ticket, game time tickets right here. Pull it up sports. Like, for example, events near me, Alabama at Texas football, $143. I paid $350 for my tickets. They're way worse than these. Like, you know, these wow. are. Really,
0: oh, man. I'm actually
1: really upset right now looking at these ticket prices. I'm going to go talk to my friends and tell them how badly we messed it up. <laughs> I can't believe this. But it is a great testament to how awesome Game Time is, and it's super easy. Literally, right here: sports, MLB, yeah. Chicago Cubs, three dollars. I mean, that's not wow. great. I mean,
2: and, it's, the, it's
1: not great the for way them. to do it,
2: Joey. The way you have to do it, <laughs> the best way to support us and Game Time is use that code use, in that Go to the link, the description right here in our in our our, our podcast, YouTube podcast. Go in that description. Use that link there. To get your tickets to whatever you're going to see this weekend, it helps us, it helps Game Time, and more importantly, it helps you because you're going to get instead of being Joey regretful of getting these tickets to the Texas yeah. Alabama game, you're going to get discounted deals and sit in places you never thought you could sit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I want well one I haven't had the opportunity to use Game Time, but I hear great things about it. Everyone I've talked to, like he mentioned, Lauren, uh, heard Lawrence. Yeah. Say great things about it, so I'm excited to finally get a chance to use it. And two, I mean, look at Joey, how regretful he is. He could have paid less money to go watch Texas get stomped by Alabama this weekend. Could have paid less money, and instead, it's could have uh, paid
3: less money to go see them lose by 21 points or more. Exactly. I mean, man. Exactly.
2: Mm, mm. By the way, should we take a moment of silence, uh, not only for the Queen, but also for Albert Elmora DFA'd as the Reds picked up Luke Farrell. And DFA'd Albert <laughs> Elmore. Never forget,
1: never wow.
3: forget when he went on the radio and said that his career was turned around, or or no, not what,
2: what who was he was a guy who him. he blamed someone the wrote God, an article, not, not enough opportunities, yeah. and he was fixed by the Reds.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he basically say like he wasn't able to develop as a hitter. And yeah, yeah, and now DFA'd better. by the Reds. <laughs> when you get DFA'd by the up. Reds, that's saying something, man. Ugh. um nicholas padilla also picked up you know he was dfa the other day claimed off waivers by the white Sox. oh was so it's i i understand the Sox picking him up i think he he's a guy that you know maybe shows them something but
3: um yeah i didn't have a lot of faith in him getting getting back to the cubs honestly yeah, it's no, not like no. he had he pitched well in AAA or wherever this year right yeah and, just D, de-
0: um, whatever. It was one really. of those where you were surprised when he when he got DFA'd, and then you were like, "Well, I won't be surprised if someone else claims him."
2: Yeah. yeah. Ryan, yeah. I buried the lead. What's going on with Nick Madrigal? So it, before it was the left side of his groin, right? When he had like two months on the yes. on the injured list, it was his left groin. The injury in this, I believe, I read is the right groin. Correct? Yes, yeah, so it was like right groin tightness. I believe was the term um yeah uh
0: david ross he talked about it a little bit after the game doesn't know exactly when it happened like when like he felt it uh, i might have been on that ground ball uh in the bottom of the third um you know, it was a, yeah there's a ground ball to third base yeah. uh yeah he said he he, he it's just some tightness um they're gonna get some imaging tomorrow rule anything out uh they don't really know much more than then again, it's growing tightness. Mm. Um so hopefully get more clarity on that tomorrow. Um yeah, it stinks, man. Like as he was having he had his this last month or so since he came back, like it was it was he was looking fine and it wasn't and he wasn't lighting the world on fire, but he looked a lot more like the kind of guy that the Cubs were hoping to get when they you know traded Craig Kimball for him. Okay. Um, he, was having, he was having a good month, uh, and so to see him go down, you hope obviously it's it, it's nothing like um, like what happened in New York that kept him out for almost two months. Like you hope it's something uh, maybe more more of precaution. Like he felt it because I know I remember there was that during his rehab assignment, um, he kind of had a little bit of a setback, but it was something that he caught when he was rehabbing from the left groin strain or whatever it was called. He had a setback in his in his rehab um, during a game. But it ended up turning out that it was like him, like kind of feeling something and just being really cautious with it himself. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe it's a similar situation. Um, but I, again, we'll have more clarity on just what exactly happened and, and when it happened tomorrow. Um, yeah, just uh, yeah, just hope that it's it's nothing too serious and he can finish out the rest of these four yeah. weeks or so um, healthy and, and get to the
2: offseason. Most importantly, it ruined my chances of winning. Who you got? You know, sure. I mean, to be selfish about it, it ruined my chances of winning who you got. And we have a showdown in this one, really, because this is this is super close. And it comes down to, in my eyes, Ryan and a Joey out of nowhere. Joey picked Jan Gomes going <laughs> in in this game. And that we're like, really yeah.
1: we're I like, see. I thought he's <laughs> been waiting like, for Joey this, Joey this moment all Higgins.
2: night. We're I like,
1: been waiting for this moment all season. All season. All and night, he
2: calls whatever. Jan Gomes. He hits the home run. And I'm thinking it's over. Joey has won this. Then Ryan's guy hit a home run. So both guys, Nico and Gomes, both two RBI, right? Nico with his ninth homer. He also had his 18th stolen base. Now a negative for Nico. I believe he had an error in this game he as did. well, right? He, did have an error. he had an error. He didn't did have an error, but Jan, Jan Gomes had a pass ball. One for two with a walk. Jan Gomes had a pass ball.
1: Jan Gomes is playing the hardest position on the diamond.
2: Well, agree. Agree. I disagree. I was going to say, he's got to he get – Yes! Get, Jan, yes. Gomes, <laughs> Jan Gomes does get credit for that is a risk-taker pick. Like, there's <laughs> no question there has to be a little extra juice That's to, like, strategy who's was picking all Jan Gomes.
1: He he picked, number
2: no, you two can't – no, 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 no. No, no, you can't say it's a risk. You can't
0: say it's risk-taker because Smiley, a little he bit.
1: Heartache.
0: Luke, he picks Jason Hayward and PJ Higgins every game. One of these times, even I a did, broken man. clock I is I right. Called the great game today. for Smiley.
2: Did call a great game for Smiley. One hit. <sighs> Not no, this time, Ryan. Sorry, I picked
1: Jan fair and square. And the, Dico, Dico the commissioner has ruled that I win. <laughs>
2: He's not I a commissioner think, yet. He's a who you got player. Not, not yet. I'm not you're the, the commissioner about, yet. I do have a direct line to sure. the former, the soon to be former commissioner, and replaced commissioner. At the, worst commissioner, the you know. at uh, the, worst the But Cody, what do you think? What do you think? And I think it's real close. I I tend to lean towards. I would say it was almost dead even. The stolen yeah, give it to Joe. The air, the, the late air, definitely hurt. Ryan's chances because at that point I thought it was a little bit closer. I just think picking Nico is easy and they have similar had similar games and picking Yang Gomes had the pass like, ball. You Jan might as well, had the might as well ball. Pick, You know, no, Tony three, Campana no. for the game. No, Yang Gong's
0: had the pass ball. Nico was two for three with a stolen base mm-hmm.
2: versus one for two with a home run and with you, a walk and two, they you, both had two RBI and they both had the home run and one guy caught a one hitter
3: and and you're you're Luke, all one in asking me to make the decision even though like Luke, well
1: one Lucas well, no, right because now, I'm like, right what, now I would say
2: it's, right now I would say it's two to it's probably two to one maybe I'm one and a half to one but like if you could so convince me happening. if you could convince me it's a 100% Ryan maybe I'll listen to the reason why are you kidding me? This isn't <laughs> any convincing.
1: I like it's obvious.
2: No, it, it is. It's not. How many obvious. hits it's How many obvious. hits did Jan Gomes have today? Did he just one. have the one hit? Yeah, one hit, but one. he also had a walk. So, bases walk. wise. Okay. So, they both got on base
0: twice. Well, actually,
3: Yeah, no, they were
2: both but, on base twice. But
0: um, uh, walks don't count towards total bases. Well, he was on base twice. So he still got on base.
3: I, I think he that it should be
0: counting towards total bases so I
3: could I'm win more bets on
1: points bet. I'll tell you that much. I win the point. I disagree.
0: I. Well, one, crazy. Luke is Luke is doing this because he knows I'm right on his tail, and he's trying to stop me from getting a point.
2: I'm letting I'm letting that. Cody have a say in this. Like, I'm not I'm not saying it Like, but there's a reason you're
0: pushing for Joey okay. so much.
2: I'm not. I'm saying it's real close, but like, you can't I, deny that picking Jan Gomes is more difficult than picking Nico Horner.
0: I. You know, he, he always picks. He he picks Cody. Higgins and
3: Higgins. I would like to give a point to both, but I've been told that we can't nope, do that anymore. Yeah. So because of that, I do think the fact that Joey did pick Jan Gomes instead of it's PJ Higgins today, it says something. It does I'm say wondering. something. I, I'm the studio. Point, Joey. You, point
0: guys, you, guys,
2: you, you now, guys are unbelievable. Ryan, you guys, you're you are, are right on your tail. It, the decision has been made, but Ryan, your argument should have been that Gambling from another state is not legal on who you got. That's what. That's where you missed out on your argument. As a prosecutor, nice. that's where you missed out. You should have said, this is a moot point. Joey can't place the bet from Texas. I
0: also think because he is not one of the three of us, that he we can both get a point. No, I think you but made Brian, the I'm not to really allowed one to, to, to pay the two anymore. anymore.
1: Have some respect for the behind-the-scenes folk. That's what I'm saying.
0: We could both get. It's like we us three were like. I, the I, main I thought you outlaw
2: outlawed that.
0: It the that three outlawed. Of us. I outlawed it. I outlawed it between the three of us splitting points. We do
3: it so much.
2: <laughs> point uh, Joey. It's, it's the only win he's going to have this if, weekend. If
3: we if we would have kept the rule that we can give points to you multiple got, people,
2: I I would have given you a point. Say, I don't know how you say Jan Gomes had a better game than Nico. That's what that's what it is. I, like, I don't. The, the I say rules, they had. I say they had equal. Most likely equal games. I, th- but I think, but one th- was a tougher pick than the other. But that's not the rule of the
0: game. The rule of the game is well, who, you who is going to have the better game. That's who is going to have the better game. Tiebreaker. Had two you both do Actually, rock, I think paper, Gomes scissors. did have.
2: Gomes had a better game. He was he he, he was pulled oh. a one hitter.
0: He also oh. had a pass ball in a, in a in a game that in a yeah,
2: round a pass ball is way more likely to happen to catcher than. No. than a gold glove shortstop you know did what you i mean like every pitch did you did get it? past the catcher every did pitch it? can't get past the shortstop did it, the did you see the fastball yeah it was pretty it was a pretty bad fastball yeah but he you called you on day. on the on the podcast and ask
0: 100, him 100 should have caught that and nico just had one it was a throwing error because he was deep in the hole trying to make a play they're gonna
2: fault him for all right that? point
3: Joey's named an uh, so he should be able to make. This it is unbelievable, man.
2: We're at you we're at one minute and like, eight I'm, seconds as we head I'm, into the, the holiday weekend. It looks like it's getting dark out at my house. This, yes. is, this is insane. I can't believe this. <laughs> I'll wish Joey's Longhorns good luck. Hook them, you know. I, I, I prefer they I, beat the I hope
3: they lose by twenty-one points or more tomorrow.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and <laughs> all I can no say more. is no, no more, no less. Right let's so all hope the bears went out right
3: bears plus seven let's
2: ride
0: Woo. i'm being silenced by the dictatorship of Stucky nation sounds like cody and him have formed an alliance against me um
2: yeah, yeah, everyone was saying that we formed an alliance like two days ago we you were did, guess, this time you were outvoted three <laughs> yes, to one. yes because there's an alliance
0: against me right now guys, <laughs>
2: i'm on your tail i'm what there's nobody five? in the chat there is not one person in the chat saying ryan has to win it is over Four to two, the Cubs. Uh, it was a nice game, you know. Four-two, they win it. Started against the really? Giants. You'll get Strowman coming up on Saturday. You get Miley on Sunday. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up for two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks, or become a new subscriber. Get the new account, put 51 bucks in, bet on the Bears Niners game. 51 bucks. And all you get the free content. You get the free QB1 shirt and your choice, the sweatshirts. I'll leave you with that. Have a great weekend. Joey, congratulations, and fly the W.